Today's not enough Mem Gimel, we're about the two dots, 15 lines from the top of Mem Gimel Aleph, Tanu Rabbanan. So we know that there's an Isser for a Kayan to be the Mitame Lameis, and he can't be Mitame to a dead person. How dead, though, does the person have to be for there to be an Isser for the Kayan to be Mitame to him? So you're going to say, what does that mean? Well, let's see. Does he have to be 100% clinically dead? Or even a Geisis is going to be a problem. The moment before he dies, what if he's chopped up into pieces? These are all going to be the fun sugyas that we're going to see today. Tanu Rabbanan, Lahachiloi. The Pasuk by Kehun. It says, and we learn from the Pasuk of that ad that until the person dies, because we learn chalal, like chalal means a corpse, and therefore lahachilai teaches me that a kayin is only going to become tame if he's metame to an actual dead person, ad shashayamas, until the point that he dies. We're about to clarify in a minute. Rebbe Aimer, Rebbe says, no, the Bach adds in, the Pasuk says that he shouldn't be metame lahem What do we learn from bimaisam? Ad shayamas. That also, until he dies, meaning when are you going to have an Isser to be metamit to this person? When he dies. So how dead does the person have to be? Basically, according to the Shita of the Tanakhama we just learned, Ad Shashiyamas, until the time that he dies. And Rabbi said, Bimaisam Ad Shiyamas, until the person dies. How dead do they have to be? Dead. My binayu, what's the nafkamina? So, Amr Biyachanan, Mashmaz Darshan, Rabbi says, the nafkamina, there's, there's not actually a nafkamina over here, it's just an argument of where we learn this idea from. Is it from the Pasuk of Lahachiloi, or is it from the word Bimaisam? Ikibinayu, Mashmaz Darshan, Ikibinayu, they're just arguing about which word we're going to darshan it from. Rishlakishamar, no, there's an actual nafkamina. Goises Ikibinayu, the nafkamina would be a goises, a person that's about to die. The one that learns it from the word Lahachiloi, Safilu so he learns from the word lahachiloi till the person's a halal. He's like a corpse. And uh, Geises has the din of a halal. That's how Taisus explains to us. Taisus, uh, a, a Geises has the din of a halal. And therefore, a filu Geises, the one that learns it from lahachiloi, learns that there will be an Isser for a kain to be metame, even to a Geises. He's clinically alive, this guy, but he's a Geises. And therefore, there's going to be an Isser for the kain to be metame to him. The man number, Maisam, however, the one that learns, Bemaisam, and how we saw it in the Bryce, he says, Ad Sheyamus, until the person's actually dead, then Ad Sheyamus, in Geisus Loi. So if he's dead, yeah, but a Geisus is not going to be Metame. So what's the Nafkamina between the Tanakama and Rebbe? The Tanakama said we learn it from Lachi Loi, Rebbe said we learn it from Imaisam. So the first option was, there's no, naf- there's no Nafkamina, it's just Mashmo's Darshan, that's what Rebbe Echanan said. It's just a preference of what drusha we make. Rish Lakish said, no, there's an actual Nafkamina, the Nafkamina would be a Geisus, according to the Tanakama. A kain is not allowed to be metamal to a geisis, and if there's a geisis in this house, the guy's about to die, the kain is not allowed to go in and be metamal to him, and if he is, there's a chiyah for that. That's a laugh. He learns it from lahachilai, and according to... According to Rebbe, Rebbe would say, no, the person has to be 100% dead, and only then the Isser Kehuna, the Isser Toma for the kain will kick in. As the Gemara, the Madamar me lahachiloi, hoxeb b'maisam. According to the Madamar that learns it from lahachiloi, the Tanakama, does, doesn't it say b'maisam? What's he going to do with Rebbe's pasuk of b'maisam? So says the Gemara, b'maisam, he needs that pasuk of the Rebbe. For the other drosh of Rebbe, the Tanya, Rebbe, Aimer Rebbe says in a b'raisa, b'maisam, what do we learn from the word b'maisam? Ainai mitame. B'maisam ainai mitame. Avo mitame benegasam uvizivasam. That... He learns from the word Bemaisam, Rebbe learns, and he needs this drasha for the other drasha of Rebbe, meaning the other shita that argues on Rebbe. He's going to say, Rebbe, you know why I don't learn like you, that Bemaisam 
you, that, I, that I learn it from B'maisam, that it's until he dies actually? Because I hold like your other drush, and I need B'maisam to teach me what you said that we learned from B'maisam, meaning the other thing you said from B'maisam. We're going to explain what does Rebbe do. He already used that possibly. But either way, Rebbe, Aymer, B'maisam ene metame, ava metame menigasam uvezivasam. He uses the word B'maisam to teach you that the only isr of Toma that's asr to nazir is Tomas Mace, but not... But not Tsaras, for example, he's allowed to touch him at Tzairah. If it's Zivasam, he's allowed to be Metamet to Tsaras. Or Ziva, the point is that the only Isra Toma is Tomas Mace. That's what we learned from Mimaisam. It says the Gemara, the obvious question, and it sounds very simple, like a back and forth, but it's actually a much stronger question. According to Rebbe, who said we learned this halacha from Mimaisam, that a coin is only Metamet to someone who actually dies 100%. He needs this Pasuk of Mimaisam for this Svara, and not just because he needs to learn this far from somewhere, but because we actually brought this down from Rebbe. Rebbe uses this Pasuk. The whole card of this Svara was from something Rebbe said. So how could Rebbe be taking this word and using it for something else? Says the Gemara... Because Rebbe could really learn both. Because im kain lemakra bimais. If so, that the pasuk was only trying to teach me one din, then it should have said bimais. My bimaisum. Why is it plural? So shmas me not that we can learn both dinim. A that a kain is only metami to someone once he fully dies. Guys is not. And B we're going to learn that the only type of tuma that's also to be metami to is tumas mace. Masha'in kain not 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 tumas negayim mitzayra ziva etc. Now the Gemara flips it on to Rebbe. According to Rebbe, that he learns this halacha that a kain is only tummy once the person is fully dead. So, and he learns that from bimaisam haksiv lehi What's he going to do with the pasuk of it? Lehi chaloi. That is baplugta used to learn that drasha. So lehi chaloi laachiv dasa. So Rebbe would use it for the following. So he would use the lehi chaloi to teach us the din that we actually learned in yesterday's daf that the only iser for another to become tummy is once he's not tummy. Once he's not mechul, meaning he shouldn't be mechalil his kiddusha and may and he shouldn't defile his kiddusha by becoming tummy. Which excludes someone who's already tummy that he wouldn't be chayev for being metame again. And Azir was already tummy wouldn't be chayev for being metame again. And again, yesterday we we uh, we said the case was where he was holding a mace literally on his shoulder, so it wouldn't have been any extra level of tuma when he touches another mace at the same point. Because even if someone touches him the whole time, he's going to transfer that Kedusha in yesterday's daf. But either way, this is where we learn it from. This is what Rebbe would use from the word since he argues and says the whole Mikor that a Kain is only Tameh once he's in contact with a fully dead person and not a guy says he learned that from Bimaisam. So what's he going to do? He learns this Joshua. That the only time there's a Chiyuv for a Nazir to be Metamel is once he's not Tameh but if he's already Tameh he's already Mechulal then he's not going to be Chai for being Metamel again. Says the Gemara that learnt our din that he's only tummy to a full dead person and lechaloi he learnt even a guy sister's nesutuma. Either way, he already used the word lechaloi. What's the other madamer gonna learn this drasha from? He needs to learn this drasha as well. So to answer the Gemara again, he can learn both. Also over here, why? Because imkain If he was only trying to teach me one din, the, the, the pasuk should have just written lechal. My lechaloi. What's the wordiness and and bigger word of lechaloi? We can learn both dinim, eh? That, uh, that, uh, that he's only tame. That it becomes tame, even to geysis, meaning lechalai, the person has to be dead, and that even includes a geysis. So even if he's not fully dead, there's still an Nisr Tama. And B, also, once he's tame already, this Nazir, there's not. A chiyuv to become metame again. Yatsuzeshem chulal be'aymin. If he already was mechalal, is naziris. He's not going to become. He's not going to be chayyeh for being metame again. 
says the Gemara Mesve, resting a kasha now, on the way Rishlokish explained the machlekes between Tanakam and Rebbe. According to Rishlokish, again, the way we were explaining it for the past few minutes was Rishlokish, but Rishlokish was the one that told us that there's an actual nafkamina between the Tanakam and Rebbe. Tanakam learns it from Leichalai, Rebbe learns it from the word Bimaisam. Rishlokish, Rabbi Yechlein told us there's no nafkamina, it's just a preference of where the darshan is from. Rishlokish said, no, there's an actual nafkamina, and the nafkamina is Geisus. According to Tanakam, Leichalai, until he's considered a chalal, that's when the Isratom is going to kick in, and a person, when he's a Geisus, is called a chalal, he's called a corpse when he's a Geisus. And therefore, according to Tanakamba, in the way that Rishlokish explained it, there would be an Isra for a kind of mitame to a Geisus. Once a person's a Geisus, he's on his deathbed, he's about to die, he would be, a Kayin would be chai if, he, if he's mitame to that person. So says the Gemara Mesa, I'll ask you a on that shita of Reish Lakish, the way he explained it, that according to the Tanakam, there's an Isser for a kind to be metame to a Geisis. Adam ain't metame el It's an A person only becomes, is only able to be metame, meaning Thomas Mace, once he's fully dead. Even if he's chopped up, even if he's a Geisis. It says explicitly, according to the Mandarma that says, that he learns from Lehechaloi, meaning the Tanakama Shito, in the way Reish Lakish explained it, that. He's that a coin will be metame to a guy says, Hokitani de metame. We have a Mephorsha Braisa here that says that a geisus is not mitame. So what do you tell me that a geisus is mitame? Says the Gemara, it's not a kasha. Because linen tamuye adanafkanafshe. We never meant that the geisus is mitame. And achanami, as it relates to Toma, he's not actually going to create any Toma and he's not going to be mitame you until he actually dies. Even when he's a geisus, he's not mitame. Linen itchule, however, in terms of being considered a chalal, itchule, in terms of being considered a chalal, that there would be a love in the tire for Utah go into the same domain, go into the same aisle, or touch him, because it would be considered some type of Thomas Mace, that already there is, because the Pasuk says, and he learns, like it's the word, and therefore we learn from that Pasuk, according to the Tanakama, according to the Reish Lakish in the Tanakama, that even a Geisis, because a Geisis is considered a Cholol, you have a lav in the tire to be metame to. Ah, but what about this Brisa that says, he's not metame? You're right, he's not metame. You're not going to get Tumma. You're not going to have to count seven days and get Hazav from the Paraduma. That's, it's not an Indian of Tumma. It's just an Indian of Lav. When, he, when is he going to be metame? That's only when he dies 100%. A Geisis is not metame. But there is a lav, according to Rish Lakish's understanding in the Tanakama, for a Kayin to be metame to a Geisis. Although it's not Tumma. You're right, he's not going to become Tame. But there's a very thin line down the middle. There's no tumma, but there is a lav according to Rish Lakish and the Tanakama, and therefore not a kasha from this place. Amr of Chizda, Amr Rav. Rav Chizda says in the name of Rav, Nikta Roishoi Shal Aviv. If someone's father had his head chopped off. So right now we're dealing with a Koyin Hedit who is allowed, we know, to be Matami to his Shiva Krivim, and that most definitely includes his father. That's probably the closest one. And Rav Chizda says in the name of Rav that if his father's Head was chopped off. So his father is normally someone he is allowed to be metamed to. But is he allowed to be metamed to his father even when his father is not in his full form? And his body is not complete. So Rav Chizda says in the name of Rav, Nikta This Kayan is not allowed to be metamed to his father if his father's head is chopped off. My time. What's the reason? Amar God, because the Basak says, The Basak says he's allowed to be metamed. Le'aviv, to his father. And what, is the, what do we learn from the word Le'aviv? Bizman shehu shalim. That's only at the time that he's complete. Bizman shehu chaser. But not when he's chaser, when he's not complete. And if his head's chopped off, he's definitely not considered a shalim. And therefore, he would not be included in the heter for a kind of be metamitah And if his father's head was chopped off, this kind of head, yet sadly, would not be able to be metamitah to his father. Amr le'aviv. Rav Amnuna asked, 
Rav Chizda, that just says, said this in the name, in the name of Rav. Elamiata. According to you, then, What happens if this person's father was walking in a valley called Aravois, and this was a dangerous place, and Ganovin, the bandits, they came over and chopped, over, chopped off his, his father's head. So, what are you going to tell me? Over here, there's no one else to deal with his father. What's he going to do? There's no one else to take care of his father. They're in the middle of nowhere in this dangerous place. So, what, he's not letting me talk to him? So, Amr answered him back. What are you asking me? A kasha from a mace mitzvah? There's no one else to take care of him? He's a case of a mace mitzvah. Once we see by anyone, even if he wasn't his karav, he's a mace mitzvah, the kind for sure would have to be mitzvah to him. He would have a mitzvah to be mitzvah to Now that he's a father, and he's a mitzvah, of course he would. Don't ask me a kash from a mace mitzvah. I never said anything about that. I'm talking about if his father was in a mace mitzvah. So ask the Gemara though, is this a mace mitzvah? This is considered a mace mitzvah. Why is this case considered a mace mitzvah? Again, we kind of gave it away when we said there's no one else there. But Valtanya, let's just ask it for a second. We saw from a Braisa, who is considered a mace mitzvah? Whoever doesn't have anyone to bury him. What's considered having no one to bury him? So it's Ke'ilu, you have to add in like a ke'ilu over here. If the dead person was calling out, that's why it's ke'ilu, because obviously not, but if he would, for example, call out and people answer, meaning people are coming to bury him, meaning if there's people around to bury him, that's not considered a mes mitzvah. And in this case, he has a son, and the son is around. And since the son is around, and he knows about the father that's dead, the son can easily, Tyson says, go and hire people to take care of the father. So why would the son be allowed to be metamata his father? How is this a case of mace mitzvah if the son knows about it and he could just go hire other people to bury his father? Says the Gemara came in the case of Urcha, Kimisha in like Revim Dami. No, we're talking about a case of Piktar da Revis, which is a very uh, a very foreign place in the middle of nowhere. And therefore, uh, Tysus explains, Deloy Shrichi in Shihasam, people are not Shriach there. And therefore, this is a case, Pashat, where there's not many people around. And therefore, he can't get anyone, to, anyone else to bury his father. And that's why this case is considered a mace mitzvah. Continues the Gemara Mesve. I'll ask you another kasha on Rav, who we brought on the top of the Amun. Rav Chizda brought Rav, saying that a Kayin is not allowed to be metamet to his father if his father is not in full form. If his father is not Shalim, if his father's goof is not Shalim, he can't be metamet to him. Mesve, I'll ask you a kasha on Rav. Lo, he the Pasuk by the Shiva Kraven that a Kayin is allowed to be metamet to. It says, Lo, he could be metamet to her. Who's her in this context? It's Achaisei HaBesula. A Kayin, one of the Shiva Kraven, is his sister who's unmarried. She's still a Besula. So, Lo, he's allowed to be metamet to her. So la, what do I learn from the word la to her? Lahu mitame ve'enai mitame le'varel. He's allowed to be mitame to her, but not her evarim. If she had some limbs that are were separated from her, he can't be mitame to those. Why? Because we know that he can't even be mitame to limbs that are separated from his father. But what he can do is, if he already buried his father, if there's any leftover. At some ways, like at some as big as a sa'ira, if there's any leftover pieces of his father, he's allowed to be machzir after them, after he already buried his father, and collect those pieces and bury them again. Okay, so the Gemara says, hold on, what do we see from this raisa? My machzir hu aletzum kasair. What is this point that he could go back once he buried his father? He's, meaning he's not allowed to be metamet to his father's evarin, but once he buried his father, if there's a, a, any other pieces, he can go and bury those. So what does that mean? My machzir hu aletzum kasair. Lav lemeimra di porta. Doesn't it mean to tell me that 
his father, obviously, his guf wasn't shalem at first when he buried his father, because if it was, what, what are these extra pieces doing around? So obviously, his guf wasn't shalem, and we see Nikayin is still allowed to be metamit to his father, says the Gemara, loy. That's not what it means to say. Meaning, that, no, you're right, that is what it means to say, but there's no raya here, and really there's no kasha on Rav, because why? This is going according to Rabbi Yudah. It's not going according to Rav. Because... This is Dafkin Rabbi Huda, and the Chacham would argue. How, why is this Rabbi Huda? Rabbi Huda, this is Rabbi Huda, by the way, who holds that a kain is allowed to be metamet to his father, even if his father's guf is not in full form, even if it's not shalim. And this is Rabbi Huda, where do we see Rabbi Huda? The Tanya, we have a brace Rabbi Huda. I remember Rabbi Huda says, La mitam, la yitama. Bach changes yitama. It's yitama, not mitama. But la yitama, he can be metamet to her, meaning a chaisai basulib, and he can't be metamet to her limbs that are lying around. Bach takes out the next few words. But he can be metame to an Aver Menamesh, so to his father. And then Bach really changes the words to other metame al etzim kzayr me'avim, avalu chayzer. That he can't be metame to etzim kzayr me'avim, like we just said, avalu chayzer al etzim kzayr me'avim. So this is clearly Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, as we just saw from the Brisa. This is Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, that basically a person is allowed to be metame to his father, even when his father is not in full form. Continues the Gemara asking on Rav, again, who said on top of the Amr, Rav Chizda brought from Rav, that if his father's head gets chopped off, a kain hadit, he's not allowed to be metamit to his father, because Rav says a person can only be metamit to his father when his father is in full form. I'll ask you, I'll ask you a kasha on Rav. Rav Kahana brought a brace from Rav Yaakov, and the brace says like this, again, the Pasuk by Achoisei HaBesula says, he can be metamit to her again, he can be metamit to her, the brace says, but we learn from there, there's you could be metamed to her when she's in full form, but not to her Avarim. So, by the way, love Dafka full form, we're about to see in a second. Not to her Avarim. If she had limbs lying around, you can't be metamed to those. As we know, any limbs of a mace is metamed just like the mace himself. Which also excludes that he can't be metamed to a kazayis of the mace of from, that came from her, even though he's allowed to be metamed to her, he can't be metame to a kazais metamase, a kazais netzel, or a kazais of netzel, which is like lecha, it's liquid that comes from the mace, umale tarvud rekev, which is a spoonful of dust, which is once the body decomposes, and it's really nechsh of just dust, so even a spoonful of that is going to be metame, and the Bible continues and says, I would think that you can't even be metame to her shedra, which is her spinal cord and her spinal structure, or her skull, or most of her build, like you have her torso and her leg, or if you have most of her avarim over here. So I would think even that maybe you wouldn't be able to be metamater, so because maybe you're only able to be metamater your sister if she's in full form. So that's why Kshuaimer. Kshukasuv, when the Pasuk says, Kshukasuv Amarta Alehem, when it says Amarta Alehem, it says by the Pasuk Akanim, again by the Akanim, it says, Emor Elokehanim Bnei Aaron Vamartalim. So it's double ocean. Emor Elokehanim Bnei Aaron. Ready, tell them. Vamartalim. And then tell them again. Vamartalim. So what's this? Vamartalim. So what's this double ocean of the Amartalim? Why does it have to say it a second time? So the verse says, Hoisib Loha Kasuf Toma Acheres. The Pasuk added for you another Toma that you're allowed to be Metamater. So I would think the verse has said, Lo Yitama told me he can't be Metamater Kazais from her, or a spoonful of dust, or as we saw, Kazais Lecha, all these things. But. I would think maybe that applies that he's not going to be able to be metameter even to significant parts of her. Her skull, the shedra, gilgailes, rebbinyanol, rebbinyama. Even if you have most of the body here, maybe that applies that you can't be metameter. So that's why the Pasuk says, ve'omarta lamb. By the way, Tess speaks out, even though ve'omarta lamb is not specific to the karoiv 
of Achaisai, the Kreva of Achaisai, it's not specific to her, because Ramar Talem is talking about the general Isra to Kahanim and to be Metamel to Mesim, and when they're allowed to be Metamel to Mesim. So still, the Taisus explains that since we already brought a Miyot, Right, that we remind certain things, so it's mistaber that when the pasuk is being marbis something from Ramat Alem, we're also going to say that legabe achosim. But either way, the pasuk says Ramat Alem hoisif lacha hoisif lacha because of The pasuk added for you another type of tama, meaning that this. Kain is allowed to even be metamed to his sister in these ways. Meaning, I would have thought that these significant parts of her body, he can't. It says, that he is allowed to be metamed to her, and that would be mutter, those things to be metamed her. Okay, so I would only think that that applies to Achoyse, as we just explained, but how do I know that that even applies to other Kraven that he has? How do I know that he could be metamed to their Shadr or Gilgailis or Rav Binyan or Rav Binyan of other Kraven? So Amrit, I would say like this, I learned it from Achoyse. Once we see by Achaisai that what's significant about Achaisai, her guf is tale on him. What does that mean? That he's responsible. As a karev, he has some responsibility to be, take care of her and bury her. And still we see he's able to be mitame to her. So too, from Achaisa, we're going to learn any Kraven, anyone that's Gufay Talibai, meaning that he has some level of responsibility to take care of their burial, because they are his Kraven, they'd be able to be Mitame, the kind would be able to be Mitame to significant parts of their body, meaning if it's a Shadra, or it's a skull, or it's Raib Binyana, Raib Binyana, as we explained. So what's the Kasha? The Kasha is on Rav. Rav said on the top of Mem Gimelamid Beis that you can never be Mitame unless he's in full form, but clearly we see if it's a, if it's a significant part of the body, you are able to be metame, even if he's not in full form, says Gemara, that also is going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, what about Rav, by the way? We didn't explain. We only like to say, by the way, Rav has the credentials to argue with the Tana, but that's last resort all the time. So, what? We didn't explain. How does Rav argue with Rabbi Yehuda? We didn't say Rav Tana Upalik, we didn't bring that into the Sugiya, because again, it's only a last resort answer. So what are we going to say for Rav? How is he arguing with the Tana Rabbi Yehuda? Rav is not always considered a Tana, so what are we going to say? He is considered a Tana, but only last resort, as we just explained. It says the Gemara, Rav would hold like a different Tana. Rav that holds. You cannot be Metame unless he's in 100% full form. Rav says like the following Tana. The Tanya, There was a story where Rabbi Yitzchak's father died in Ginzak, which was far away from where he wanted to be buried. And they only told Rabbi Yitzchak about it after three years. And by that time, the body was obviously dead. Composed, and they asked Rabbi Shua ben Elisha and the four Zakanim that were with him, Amru, and they told him, meaning he wanted to move his father to Kivrei Avaisav, and that if and its mutter, if you want to move him to Kivrei Avaisav, a better place, not Lavdafke, even if it's a better place, you're not allowed to. That's the Alchon Shulchanar, which Shulchanar says that if you move him to Kivrei Avaisav, that he's going to be with his with his uh, family, and therefore that that's a reason to move a burial. Also, by the way, if you bring a body to Eretz Yisrael, that's another reason. Maybe he wanted to bring the body to Eretz Yisrael. Mikol Makayim, he asked Rabbi Shimon Lisha, he was a Kayin or Mitzvah, and he wanted to know if he's allowed to be metamet to his father and bring him. The problem wasn't to move the caver. The problem was, am I allowed to be metamet to his, my father, even though he's not in full form because he already decomposed? Ve'amra, and they answered him, Aviv. What do we learn from the word la'aviv? Bismanshu shalim. Vilay bismanshu chaser. As we explained, that's only, like Rav said, like at the top of the Amun, the top of the last Amun, that la'aviv teaches, te- teaches us that you can only be metamed to your father, bismanshu shalim, when he's in full form, but not bismanshu chaser, and therefore they paskin that he was not letting be metamed to his father. And that is who Rav would hold. What about all these kashas we're asking? That...
is going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rav that argues is going according to this Tana, seemingly Rabbi Shua ben Elisha, and the Dalet Zekenim she'imai.